Because if you get one area in life improved and feeling good in that, it can sometimes actually flow out into every other area in life. And then you don't need to work so hard at every single thing, but it only comes from when you change yourself internally it's not when the partner changes or the kids change or the mother changes or the father-in-law or the grandparents it's not when they change because otherwise you're putting your health and your happiness and vitality and your gut healing uh in the hands of someone else and they can't do it for you they can't heal it for you so you've got to be able to take responsibility for that Hey y'all, thanks so much for listening in today to the Confident Mompreneur podcast, the podcast by real women for real women, where we talk about real life difficulties and triumphs as women, moms, business owners, and more. Thanks so much for being a part of our Confident Tribe. Let's get into it. Hello. Hi. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are you doing? Doing good. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so excited to, you know, hear what you have to say. I've been enjoying like reading through your page and stuff. So I'm pretty excited. Gut health isn't really anything I know much about. So I'm sure I'm going to be learning a lot through this. Um, do you want to start us out by introducing yourself a little bit about you and your family and then what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, awesome. Um, thank you so much for having me. It's it's beautiful being able to to meet you. I live in Christchurch in New Zealand. My name is Anna. I'm I'm 30. I'm a wife. I'm a mother to a daughter, Isabella. She's 18 months old. I'm also um a, a health coach, life coach, and personal trainer as well. I have a huge passion as well for a lot of different things, but gymnastics. I was a competitive gymnast growing up in my childhood and teenage years, and I coached gymnastics for over half of my life before I became a mum. I love travel as well. I've been to 32 different countries. I love to sleep. Sleep is my number one thing. Like I, if I don't have enough sleep, I um, am not very fun to be around. So I'll always make that a priority. And I am, of course, passionate about gut health because of my own healing journey and my own story so that's a a bit about me living at the bottom of of the world where um in a country where we're often left off the world maps so yeah that's me (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah and I had seen um some of your posts about your gymnastics which is so awesome I also was a gymnast uh as a kid growing up and then I uh switched over to cheerleading when I was in high school and went to college for cheerleading so yeah I love gymnastics I think it's so good for you like mind body soul all the things definitely so do you want to tell us a little bit about your gut health journey and kind of what got you into that field yeah sure so when I started personal training and I was coaching gymnastics at the same time I was all about fitness and the physical body and exercise and movement and I thought that that was really the only way to health I had no awareness that there were other components of health as well I only looked at the physical health and so between the ages of 18 to 23 I suffered from really bad gut issues so I had irritable bowel syndrome Mm-hmm. I was I was diagnosed with that I had really bad eczema I would scratch so much that I would wake up bleeding it was it was really really bad my hay fever it, it that was chronic as well I could go through a whole box of tissues in a day and when I was a, a teenager working at a at a supermarket I would cry because there were 
flowers in the supermarket and when the doors would open and the pollen would come in, I would be crying trying to serve people at the supermarket and they'd ask me what's wrong. Are you okay? You said, but no, I just have really bad hay fever. And I also had a, I had really bad acne as well. So that would, that would flare up quite often. And my period pains were just horrendous. Every month I would dread having my period. I would take really harsh drugs for just getting by and have to weigh up the options if the side effects of those were better than the pain that I was in at the moment. And I would be lying on the floor, curling up into a ball, just in so much pain. And I, I actually hated having a period and I hated being a woman as well because I was like, this is this is just horrible. And so because I had all of these, these gut issues, I would just do more exercise to help make it better, to help relieve the pain, do some more stretches. And it's like, great, that's that's one component of our health, but I completely, totally was unaware of my stress levels, of how emotionally and mentally unhealthy I was and how much stress I put myself under by the way that I viewed life and in the world and trying to change others and trying to change everything else outside of me which I had no control over that would stress me out to the max quite often and I had no awareness around it and also my diet as well I was addicted to to lollies to candy (laughs) and I would have it every single day it was like that that quick fix that I would get that would get me by until I would drop down again and then I would need another fix of of candy or biscuits chocolate cake muffins ice cream something like that and my my gut my digestive system was not coping very well it it was just I was wreaking havoc on it by the food that I was eating the stress that I was putting it under and it was just not doing too well. So because I was a personal trainer, my clients would ask about food and because because food comes with exercise, with, with personal training. Personal trainers need to know how to tell their clients that the, the right foods to eat that are going to help fuel their body, which is going to help them repair and recover from the exercise that they've they've just uh they've just done. And so I couldn't really give my clients that great of advice I would just say just just don't eat McDonald's don't eat junk food drink water and you'll be fine like I had no idea how to help them to actually be healthy and to actually be able to um, transform their lives and not be going up and down with their weight and doing all of these yo-yo diets and stuff but I actually needed to lead the way first my life, my mind and body needed a makeover and a transformation. And because I was waiting for everything else around me and for other people to change and everything to kind of all be in alignment for me to change, I was I was waiting for something that was that was never going to happen because it's not realistic for for that to happen because it's out of my control. And so, in two thousand and seventeen, about six years ago, I um started in a like I surrounded myself in a community of of like-minded people who really valued health and wellness and well-being and the holistic approach to health and because I was surrounding myself around people who valued their health and well-being I just without even really thinking about it I started taking on their habits as well because our environment and the people we surround ourselves with is so incredibly powerful so over time I slowly started to to heal my my body and my digestive issues that I had and two years later in 2019 I um, became medication free like I was able to slowly come off my medication that I was on I was constantly on antibiotics a lot of anti-inflammatories a lot of painkillers all the time I had it I had a habit where um 
I would eat a lot of sugar and junk food and I would just feel so sick and have a crook gut that I would just take pain relief. And then that would relieve me for a, a little bit until I'd do it again. And then, of course, my digestive system really did not like that. And so I, I stopped doing that habit over time and started being really mindful around my eating and my patterns and whether my behaviors were actually serving me or not. And yeah, I've been for four years now, I think it is five years, I'm medication free and I have a lot more awareness around what I'm eating. And I also don't strive for perfection. I aim for progress, not perfection, because I believe that if we take it one step at a time and aim for just what what's the small shifts that I can do little by little rather than what's something massive that I can do and then burn myself out and then not end up doing anything again. And I started taking that approach to things and being more kinder on myself and realizing that there were a lot of years of uh, not looking after my body that I was unlearning and re relearning new new patterns and behaviors and it was going to take time and so yeah here I am um, today six six years later completely medication free and I have full energy throughout the like I have a daughter and my energy levels no longer dip I no longer need to have a nap I no longer um, you know am on my phone till midnight or 1am <laughs> for a long time and just ruining my eyes and my focus and my brain fog was just crazy back then. And I have so much clarity now from uh, healing my gut, my digestive system and taking that holistic approach. So that's why I'm honored to, to do what I do now and teach other people to, to do the same for, for themselves. That is so cool. And you brought up a lot of things that, um, you know, I, I had absolutely no idea about, you know, when I think of gut health, I just think of like, you know, just the basic digestive issues, but you said like it helped you in so many different areas between your energy, your eczema, like all of these different things. So how is our gut health, um, tied to like all of the areas of our body? Our digestive system, what goes through that digestive system is basically a key vital component for how the nutrients get diversed and spread out into the rest of the body. So if the digestive system isn't actually absorbing nutrients efficiently, then it's not going to be able to nourish your other cells, your other systems in your body your nervous system, your, your your fertility, your your hormones, your, you know, um, every other organ that we have in our body and every system and every cell need is 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 nourished by what we put in through our digestive system. And if there's what's called malabsorption, which means that or leaky gut is like another name that people probably know about. If there's anything going on, because your digestive system it's just basically a long tube, let's call it. If there's any sort of um, damage or leaks going out on throughout that system, then it's it's going to be really, really hard for the rest of your body to be able to thrive. So it's like a, a, a powerhouse or a machine or a robot. Like I think of it like it can, it, or a computer, I think of it sometimes as other things like that because if one component that's the most vital component isn't working well, then it can affect other areas of life as well, uh, other areas of life and other um, areas of our body as well. So when I mentioned the malabsorption thing before, uh, this is why it's not always the, the food that you put in your digestive system, but the system itself. And what I mean by that is, some people have intolerances to healthy food. It might be like broccoli or, or garlic or onion or apple or salad, or it might be fruits and vegetables or something really healthy that, that someone may be intolerant to. And what's usually going on there is that no matter how healthy the food is that the person puts through their body, 
if the system is malfunctioning or not working properly, it's not going to be able to absorb all of the nutrients and all the goodness from that food and distribute it out into other areas of, of the body as well. So that's why I often find that um, with, with women, they're like, I'm eating really well and their diet's super clean and they are, you know, exercising. And then I go on and talk about, um, you know, how are you feeling about everything? And they're like, I'm just so stressed. Like, I feel like I never get it right. It's filled with fear. It's filled with guilt. Like, I feel like I'm never doing enough. Those feelings that someone has, if they feel like they're never getting it right, that's stress and tension that the body's being put under, which means that that is actually damaging the digestive system because our our gut and our brain, they like speak to each other. There's like chemical um, messengers and signals that uh, go between the gut and the brain. And the brain will tell the gut if there's if there's danger. Like if you if you're telling yourself that I'm I'm not good enough, or no matter what I eat, I always get it wrong. If your body feels that as a threat, like like danger, then your digestive system isn't going to be able to properly function when there's a threat present. It's going to want to protect you rather than relax and be at ease. And just allow it to pass through exactly as it's meant to. So that's why it's it, it can be really confusing for people who are just eating super clean and they've been done it, they've been doing it for months and months and months, and they are not realizing that the gut brain connection is so strong and your thoughts that are going on and your beliefs that you're believing about yourself and about food to be true are going to react. Your, your gut's going to feel that as well. So it's why your your digestive system is, is so vital for being able to absorb these nutrients efficiently. And what we tell it is exactly how it's going to process everything. And a lot of this is actually in our subconscious mind, which 95% of what we do, we're actually unaware of itself in our subconscious mind just like when we dream when we dream we we don't control our dreams but our dreams just they 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 happen without us needing to think about it or control us uh, for us to control it and so that's exactly the same as when we are conscious like right now we're awake we're conscious but we have a subconscious mind and it's playing behaviors and patterns behind the scenes that we're not always aware of and it may be something like from childhood maybe you grew up in a family where your mum hated her body and she spoke really horrible words over herself if she did that your programming from a child you would have had that programmed into you I hate my body it's never good enough I'm always fat I'm never enough like those types of words that you're in that's why like when I mentioned before our environment is so powerful because we soak in everything like a sponge and it's not just for for children but us as adults as well we soak in everything that we're listening to that we watch that we consume that we're around we soak it all in and it basically becomes who we are and so sometimes healing your your gut can actually be tell me like what you believe about food tell me what you think is true about food or what does a healthy relationship with food look like to you? And when I really go through those things there with, with my clients, what they do is they take something that they were unaware of, that it was in their subconscious mind, unconscious, they were, they were not aware of it, bring it into their awareness, and they realize that, oh, that's a really uh, toxic or horrible thought that I've been thinking about myself, and I've been believing it, and I didn't really realize it. And so my gut has been digesting food based on what I'm thinking and believing about myself, which may have not even been my belief in the first place. I would have picked it up somewhere else from mom or dad or a teacher or someone else in the past. I would have picked that belief up, but I'm still believing it to be true now. So now I'm trying to heal my body and heal my eczema and my hay fever and my bloating and constipation. But my body still thinks it's under stress and it still thinks that there's something wrong and something going on and there's, and there's something that 
that uh, there's danger present. And when the body feels like there's danger present, then that's going to affect the way that the body absorbs nutrients as well, because it's it's there to protect you. And our um, our, our minds are there to, to keep us safe as much as we sometimes you know, we, we feel fear come up and we know we're like, this is so dumb. This is something so little, but our, our brain has been designed to actually keep us safe. And so when it comes to being able to heal things like um, eczema and acne and allergies and food intolerances and um, brain fog, things like that, it really can come down to the health of our digestive system of our gut by looking at the food that goes through it. So the quality of the food, but also the, the stress that you may be under, it's really bringing that to awareness because 90% of doctor visits are stress related. So most of almost all are stress related, which means that your, your gut is going to be affected by that as well. And that's something that our, our healthcare system completely missed. They only look at the physical component. So when you get tests done, you get bloods, you get lab stuff done, you get scans. They only look at the physical part of you. They, they which is what I had happened to me all the time. And I was constantly frustrated. All of my, my lab test results, my blood tests came back fine. And my doctor would say, there's nothing wrong with you. Like you, you're, you're, your results are fine. There's nothing we can physically see there. Your scans are clear. Everything looks good. But I knew I still had these horrible symptoms that something wasn't right. And then I really can realize now that our mental and emotional health, that component literally affects every cell in our body. And that's something that we cannot get simply by physical tests. That's one thing. But then we've also got to have that mental and emotional component as well and look at what are the biggest stresses going on in our life. Because when I had my biggest eczema flare-ups, I didn't realize at the time, but they were when I was under stress, like in my relationship or if it was work or study or even things like if you're driving in traffic and you're stressed and annoyed and frustrated by other people's actions and behaviors, that can flare up your skin your acne, your eczema, period pains, like it, it's all connected in with each other, the way that we're viewing life and seeing other people and that stress. So the stress hormone is called the cortisol, cortisol hormone. And when that's, it has a purpose to keep us safe. Like when we are in legitimate danger, like our, our ancestors were in, in the wild fighting off tigers and, and bears and stuff, you know, like they were in danger and they needed that hormone to tell them that something's not right. You need to run and flee, flee for your life. But in today's society, like sitting in traffic and getting a, a an email in the morning, like those things, we, our body still responds exactly the same as if we're being chased by a bear in the wild because it it sees it as danger and sees it as a threat and so this is the huge component that I pieced everything together in my own journey and realized oh my goodness like this is massive when I was stressed I would go for sugar because I wanted to be in control when I was when I was stressed I would you know skip meals and then binge later on and then like all of my my habits would come down to not being able to move through my emotions when they would come up if they were really intense I would eat to you know make me feel better for a little while and I didn't know how to move through these intense emotions that I would have and it would just be a quick fix it would just be the sugar it would just be the food it would just be that quick kind of dopamine hit so I could feel good for a little bit and then be leave feeling pain and feeling depleted later on so that's why um every like when we have skin flare-ups and issues going on with with our body physically mentally and emotionally as well um the health of our gut and our digestive system to me is is the most um vital thing because that needs to be able to spread out and um allow the the nutrients that from the food to be able to go to all those other areas in life like your brain to be able to function properly and so um, that's why I'm so passionate about 
gut health, but taking a very holistic approach and looking at every area in life to see what may be going on rather than just solely looking at food in itself. Um, what I used to do was give help people, you know, what's the best apple to eat or what's nutrients in a banana or something like that. And I was like, they can Google that stuff. Like people can Google like what's in a kiwi fruit, like what's the best food for vitamin C, what's the best food to help me build my immune system. People can Google that stuff. They can YouTube it. Like it's free and you can, you can Google recipes as well. You can Google what's like a healthy, uh, you know, healthy homemade Snickers slice or healthy homemade chocolate avocado mousse pudding, like something like that. You can make whole food uh, sweet treats and desserts and nice meals and everything. And I realized like, ah, oh, that, that there, it's free on Google. So how can I actually help people that's not just Googleable stuff? And I'm like, oh, it's this whole stress thing this whole mental and emotional component and looking at where that's coming from. Cause that stuff isn't, you can't Google that stuff that's relevant specifically to your story and to what's going on in your life and why your body is under so much stress and why you're not able to just relax and breathe and allow things to unfold exactly as they're meant to. Cause people are fighting their reality. They're constantly fighting their reality and people were so um, they're in a they're in a hurry to to get to a future where they don't have to no longer be in a hurry anymore. And it's like when you keep waiting to get to a certain point, you keep waiting and waiting. But it's like, what can we do right now? And people will often wait. You know, when when you know my kids start going to school, and when I get a better job, when I get more money, then I'll work on my health then and my stress levels. It's like no, no, like you don't wait for these things to to you don't put them in the future. Future and past are just in our minds they're just you know imaginations that, that that's what it is we're only ever in the now and it's like what can you do right now in your life that can help you to actually reduce those stress levels without always needing to be busy and on the go and having a chaotic life and thinking that that's just how life is like take off because I had I used to look at life through those lenses I used to have the glasses on of life's too busy I have no time I'm you know I've got to keep going got to keep going can't rest can't rest I've got to earn my rest and when I took took those those glasses off the lens that I saw life through I actually realized that oh it's actually all my perception it's not actually a reality of that that's how life is it's all how I was seeing it and when I was able to actually slow down and more so internal thing and just allow things to be and not try and fight my reality and control everything and have the sugar so that I could, you know, feel good for a little bit and have that quick hit of dopamine. When I was able to relax and allow that like things to just be without needing to control them and easily be frustrated and triggered all the time, then my body just healed. It just started healing and all of my symptoms and my health issues that I had they just started to disappear and it was the most incredible thing ever. So I'm so passionate now at showing people and helping them that, yeah, this is, this is why like your eczema or your acne or your allergies or your intolerances uh, can be directly connected to your, your gut health and treating them with the, the skin creams we get from the doctor, which I was on for so long. Um, they, they, they're really, really harsh creams and they are a quick fix. They're a band aid quick fix they don't actually get to the root of what's actually going on and eczema and acne which are the two main things I had were hugely stress related feeling pressure feeling like I'm not okay feeling like I'm not enough feeling like everyone's out to get me and you know they were hugely related to the fear and the guilt and the stress that I had in my life and that's why I, I noticed the the eczema and the acne come up particularly around um those times when I just felt like I wasn't okay and I couldn't cope so yeah that's how it's all connected in with with the gut with um the the health issues that we may have um it can be directly related to the health of our digestive system that is so interesting I don't think that you know that's something that I ever would have put together myself, but it makes so much sense when you talk about it like that, you know, when we're in that kind of fight or flight mode, our brain is 
diverting the energy from those like you know non-essential areas of our body into other areas to be able to protect ourselves and I'm guessing that the gut is one of those areas that doesn't get that energy during those times so we're not able to process those things correctly um so that makes so much sense you know how it's all tied together I do think though uh like you said a lot of people look at gut health as just simply like your diet but you brought up so many other things that go along with that obviously the stress is a huge one but other things that you said is like antibiotic use or like the lotions or creams I know that you talk about those and the different things that those can do for us um there's so many other components that go into it so outside of the stress area what are some of the other things that we should be looking at, working on, whatever, to improve our gut health? Yeah, I love this question. There are so many, so many different things, which is why it's good not to get overwhelmed with all of this information and a lot of the things that you can do and not try and, you know, change 20 things in your life starting tomorrow because you're going to get into overwhelm and just do nothing. Like what's one or maybe two things that are really simple and easy that you can look at working on straight away. So um, first of all, one of them is, is sunlight, is the sun. We've, in New Zealand anyway, but we've had a bit of a, a belief, a bit of a, uh, a system that we've been growing up with in New Zealand that the sun causes cancer and the sun is bad for you. Whereas the sun used to like people used to be healed from the sun. Like they'd go to, they were sick, they'd go to hospital or whatever they had, um, you know, back then. And they would put them in the sun to help, to help heal them. Obviously not like all day or anything like that, but they would, they would heal them. And we've gotten so far away from things that are free in our life that we are so overwhelmed with trying to get away from that, that we really just need to go back to some of the things that are actually free. And what I say with people with the sun, because people can get burnt very easily in the sun if they're not used to being in the sun. And my my belief is that skincare and the the things that we put on our skin like the sunblocks I've looked at the ingredients in the sunblocks and they are synthetic and they are harsh a lot of the ingredients are petroleum derived so they are made from petroleum petrol and they're very harsh for the, for the skin can you imagine putting petrol on your skin and going out into the sun and imagine like what that would do you're like you're setting yourself on fire like you're literally burning yourself by doing that so I what I like to say to people is that if you are somebody who does burn really easily and is like, look, I, I can't go out in the sun, I burn. Of course, it's like exercise. Like don't go and run a marathon if you've never done a squat. Like you've got to ease into it because otherwise you're going to get burnt and it's going to be frustrating and then you're just going to avoid the sun completely, which I don't recommend anyone to completely avoid the sun 100% altogether. But get the morning sun or the afternoon sun when it's just about to go down, like start with those times where it's just coming up or just going down and it's sort of not really there. Like it's just, you're getting a little bit of, a little bit of light and start to slowly adjust yourself to being able to get that morning light until maybe in the middle of the day, you can go out for 10 minutes. And I'm saying this without any sunblock. So this is called non-burning sun time so doing it without sunblock and for kids and for babies as well like often people just slap on sunscreen and they don't realize the ingredients that are actually in the the sunscreen and then they put them out in the sun and they're cooking them the ingredients are like you know they're very um harsh for the skin and I believe that that's contributing more to cancer than what the sun is itself that's been around for a long time and all of a sudden it's bad all of a sudden the sun is is demonized and so if um, you are somebody who does need to go out in the sun for the day, like you, you have to, and um, there's no avoiding it for whatever reason, find like a natural sunblock that have natural ingredients in it. So zinc, zinc, zinc oxide is the main sun protector ingredient in it. And the other ingredients that are in it are usually just to make it, you know, smell a bit better and 
feel a bit a bit better. So there might be like coconut oil in it or a plant like um, a jojoba oil or something like if you can recognize the ingredients in them and they're plant-based, plant-made ingredients, then that's going to be much better for your skin than putting on the supermarket or the chemist sunblock, which is filled with um 20 letter long ingredients that look like they come from a science lab and they are artificially made, which they are. So um put put that on if you do need to go out for a long time. Find a nice natural sunblock. Um, you know, there are some in New Zealand that we have here that are great. Find one that works for you. If you don't like the the texture or anything, choose a different brand, but look for natural sunblocks that don't have um, synthetic ingredients in them and start putting that on yourself or your kids or little ones as well when they're going outside for for a long period of time. So we, each of us know, like for me, I can kind of get a good kind of two hours at a, a two hours in the sun and I'm fine. Then after two hours, I'll start going a little bit red, which means that I will put sunblock on because that's how long my skin can last for. That's how long it's kind of gotten used to. And it'll be different for everyone. Some people will just be 10 minutes. Some people, uh, you know, live at the beach and their surf lifeguards say, you know, they save people and they can be out for, you know, four or five, six hours in the day and maybe not burn. Um, maybe that they're used to it, but it's how long your body is actually used to being exposed to the sun is usually how long you can like that's why some people can not wear sunblock at all and not get burnt and you're like how can you do that and they're white people you know they're not like you know dark skin people they're white people and you're like how, how can you do that but they're just <laughs> used to it their body's used to it more just like exercise how can some people run marathons and then you run and you can't even you know get down the street they're just used to it it's the body getting used to it and another thing as well is that a processed diet filled with more junk food is going to make your skin burn more as well. So if you eat more uh, energy drinks and sugary drinks and processed foods and even seed oils like canola oil or vegetable oil, which is in a lot of stuff, which is quite an inflammatory um, oil, then our, our skin is our biggest organ. So everything that goes through our digestive system ends up affecting our skin's health as well. So if you burn really easily, have a look at the, the sunblock that you are using and also have a look at your diet as well because you're more likely to burn more and not be able to have a good time in the sun if you have quite a processed diet and stress as well. Like it's the whole holistic approach. If you're stressed, that affects your skin quality. You know, when you look at um soldiers who have gone to war, they started off 20 years old and they came out you know two years older but they look like they're aged 15 years they just look like they're now 35 it's because of the stress the stress can affect your skin quality as well which means that it can affect the way that you um, burn in the sun so that's some one main thing that I love talking to people about because um it's it's not like just just go out in the sun all day like of course you're going to get burnt but you've got to kind of do it in a way where you gradually end up getting used to the sun um, and skincare products as well, as I said before. So perfumes and fragrances like inhaling synthetic fragrances and synthetic perfumes. Um, I know I used to, to, to own like 50 different fragrances. I had the Britney Spears perfume and the Taylor Swift and the Beyonce. I had all the different fragrances and when I actually looked at what's in them and how they're made and where those ingredients come from, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't good for my gut health. Breathing it in and putting it on my skin because it sinks into your skin and your skin, um, you know, absorbs what you put on it. And so I stopped using perfume about a year ago and now um, I'll look at more like essential oils that are more from uh going back to nature again, back to nature, which we've come so far away from um, looking at that. And there are other things as well, like the the cleaning products that you clean your home with. Um, there's cookware like plastics as well. Um, cooking with plastic, the plastic can melt into your food. And if you're making a nice, healthy, nutritious meal and you've got plastic melted into it, that can disrupt your your hormones, which then in the end, you know, affects your gut health because the food is, it goes through your digestive system. Like that's the first point of all of where our food all goes through is that system. And then it 
um, goes out, you know, our, our hormones and, and fertility and everything, it um, is affected by what goes through our digestive system. So having a look at if you're cooking um, with plastic utensils and leaving them in the pan and everything like that and um, heating up plastic in the microwave as well, like takeaway containers, um, having heat with plastic can also uh, disrupt your, your gut and um, eventually cause leaky gut and then it can be hard to be able to tolerate foods if you have if you have leaky gut um, and so what I like to help people with is the whole idea or outcome is to heal my clients gut so they can tolerate more foods so that they can go to a restaurant or if they're traveling or they want to treat like I I'm a huge fan of never restricting your diet down that you can never ever have cake on your birthday or have a treat or anything like that um I don't really believe in that but then I also there's the other side of it where I used to eat that stuff every day and it made me feel really crook but I I'm a huge believer that you can still have your treats every now and then you can have your occasional foods that that you love and if your your gut is healed and your body can tolerate it then it doesn't matter what it is if it's gluten dairy or what it has in it you'll be able to to handle it and tolerate it a bit better so if there's anything at the moment that you can't tolerate then there's a sign that there's something going on in, in your gut. We've got to strengthen it. We've got to heal it so that it can tolerate more foods. Um, but that's obviously not to say like as soon as you, you can tolerate those foods, keep eating more junk food because then it will just destroy it again. So it's more so let's get our gut nice and strong so we can tolerate all types of foods in a moderation or in mm -hmm. a matter that's occasionally or every now and then um, so that we can enjoy life a bit more. And when you're enjoying food and you're able to order anything off the menu, what happens to your stress levels? Like you're more fun, you're more playful, you're more enjoyable. Like you don't have to obsessively go through everything and be like, can't have that, can't have that, can't have Because as soon as you restrict yourself, your body feels stress. And it's like, it's just restriction, budget, diet, those kind of words feel really stressful in our body. So if you take note of this and create awareness around it, next time you are maybe doing a budget for your money, which is like restriction, restricting yourself, or you are cutting something out of your diet or they like feel how it feels in your body. Does it feel amazing? Does it feel joyful? Do you feel like free? Do you have freedom with budget and restriction and diet? Like does that make you feel free or does that make you feel like oh, really icky and really just not okay? That's stress again. That's your body going into fight or flight. That's your body having seeing it as a threat or danger. So that's that cycle continuing to carry on of that threat being present in, in the body there. And so when it when it comes to, to gut health, there are um, so many other components as well, like sleep is another important one. People can find it hard to sleep. Our, our body needs to be able to have quality sleep every night. Like eight hours is, is great if you can get seven, but eight hours of quality sleep. Your sleep can be an indicator of what's going on in your life as a whole, as a whole holistic approach. If you're not digesting food well, if you have a job you hate, if you're in a really toxic relationship, probably most likely you're not going to be sleeping well you're probably going to have a really busy mind and when you go to sleep you probably most likely it's going to be 10 o'clock 11 o'clock 12 o'clock and you're still going to be thinking about all the things you did wrong and I could have done this and I've got to do this and I've got to clean the house and I've got to make dinner life so and if your mind's constantly doing that and you're not able to relax and surrender and let go which is exactly what happens when you sleep when we go to sleep we let go we, we surrender you can't hold on hold on and then sleep like you, your body has to let go so if we're holding on to all of these things and we need to be right and we need to have life be all a perfect way and everything needs to you know our life's a mess and we're a failure and if you're thinking about that your body's like well we'll just stay up because you know we can't really sleep right now we, we you got things to think about obviously because you're you're still awake and thinking about them. So when we can have that whole holistic approach by looking at 
your your relationship and looking what's going on in the stress in your workplace and everything else, then you're going to be able to sleep better as well. And sleep is vital, quality sleep without being interrupted and waking up and taking ages to get back to sleep. So that's another thing that's important for gut health. If your sleep isn't um, quality sleep, then there'll be something going on and you'll probably intuitively know what's going on by listening to this and thinking, ah, this is what it is. It's my marriage. It's my relationship with my children. It's my ex. It's my mother-in-law. All of those things, if you're if they're consuming the, your mind in a negative way, then that can affect your sleep and you need to be able to sleep to repair your gut. So when you can sleep, that's that's one thing that can get that cycle going of new healthy habits healthy behaviors and healthy patterns to break the old ones because as soon as, as as long as we keep repeating the same behaviors over and over again of the no sleep of the energy drinks of the living off coffee of you know the um the, the relationship that you talk horribly to each other as long as you keep repeating that nothing's going to actually change so there's got to be something, because I know we have a lot of different areas in life, but pick something to start with. Because if you get one area in life improved and feeling good in that, it can sometimes actually flow out into every other area in life. And then you don't need to work so hard at every single thing of the six, seven, eight, nine, ten different areas that we have in life. It will just automatically flow out into every area in life, but it only comes from when you change yourself internally it's not when the partner changes or the kids change or the mother changes or the father-in-law or the grandparents it's not when they change because otherwise you're putting your health and your happiness and vitality and your gut healing uh in the hands of someone else and they can't do it for you they can't heal it for you so you've got to be able to take responsibility for that to be able to um yeah relax rest surrender when people think of those words they're like no, no, no. You, you don't know. You don't know my life. Like yeah. I have four kids. I have to work full time. I have bills to pay. I have, a, I have a mortgage. I have everything. But then when you keep telling yourself that, when you keep saying like, you know, you don't know what it's like, like, let me fight for my limitations. Let me prove to you while I'm inadequate. Like, let me prove to you why I can't be healthy. Let me show you all the reasons and point out all of this evidence of why I can't let go, why I can't rest why I, you know, you can have it, you can do it, but I can't. Let me point out and prove to you all of the reasons why. And people will fight for it. Like we hear it all the time. Of course, I have no time. There's inflation, there's recession. Are you kidding me? You know, price of veggies, price of fruit. Like I have no money. I have no time. I have no energy. I have no effort. I have nothing, 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 nothing. And they live in lack and fear. And then they never want, they wonder why they can't ever actually heal or have the life that they want and heal their digestive system because they keep fighting to prove that they're not enough. They keep fighting to prove that they're inadequate and that they can't heal. And when you're fighting for something, then it's like people have a degree in fighting for their excuses and limitations and wonder why their life is, is still exactly the same because you keep fighting for why you're not enough and why you're you have all these limitations and excuses in your life. So um yeah the the, the change comes from from you. It doesn't come from anyone else. But um yeah I know imagine if we put the energy <laughs> that we're spending on all of that overthinking and all of that stress and all of that anxiety into actually doing something for ourselves. Imagine the change that it could create. Cause like you said, everything is so interconnected. It's crazy. And our, our conversation just made me think, you know, you brought up things like gluten intolerances or dairy intolerances or any of those things. They've become so typical in today's culture. And I think it has a lot to do with a, the stress levels, um, just of our generation. Um, but also like the highly processed food, which is yeah. basically all that's available. Now it's so hard to actually go to a grocery store and find good whole foods. Um, and also the amount of like antibiotics that are being prescribed all the time too. So I, I definitely think it's a combination of all of those things that are leading to 
all of this, but it is crazy um, how the gut health is really tied into the entire rest of our lives. So it's very, very interesting. Um, any final tips, tricks, tools, anything like that that you would like to send out to, especially, you know, the busy moms who mm. say that they don't have enough time to take care of this yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, what what tools do you have for us? I would say like the most important thing is don't put your your happiness in the future. Don't put your healing and your growth and your your change and your joy in in the future. Like if you keep putting it in the future, when I heal, when I get happy, when like, you know, when I get there, then then I'll do this and I'll be okay. And it's like, get where? Like, where are you getting to? It, there's, as I said before, like our past and our future is only in our minds. It's only imagination. We're only ever in the now, right now. Like we're, that's, you know, we, we are never in our past or our future. They're just imaginations in our mind that we have created for what's happened or what's, what's still to come. And if you are a busy mum that is listening to this right now, I encourage you to really find time because you do find time for your kids if you get a call from the school and your child's sick or has been injured or has to go to hospital you don't say sorry love I have no time to come and see you in the hospital you've just fallen you've just hit your head like I don't have time you just you don't do that and you don't say I don't have time to feed my kids I don't have time to, to get them new clothes I don't have time to put them to bed you don't say that because you know that that's something that you need to do and that they do and it's part of survival which means that if you can do these things and your brain can think of how can I when it comes to surviving that same brain can also think of how can I when it comes to thriving and having the things that you think that may be luxury getting a massage, working on your self-care, exercising, filling up your cup, those things that sometimes people think are a luxury and we wait for them. For when we have a bit of time, then I'll, you know, work on me. Or when I have a little bit more money, then I'll work for me. Uh, then I'll work on me. But as soon as something comes up with your kids, they have a camp or something and you've got to come up with money. How is it that you can think of, the money then and your rent's gone up you're going to figure out how to pay for that extra rent increase otherwise you're out of the home you're gonna figure it out your brain is thinking and it's thinking of how can I I need to stay in the home I need to provide for my kids how can I but then when it comes to you you go I can't I can't afford it I don't have time because I know it can be really hard. You don't see that instant gratification. When you buy the healthy fruits and vegetables, when you invest into the course, into the coaching, into the personal development, into stuff for, for yourself and for the gym, you're not always going to instantly see that straight away, the results, which is why most people find it so hard to keep going is because they need to see the results straight away. They're like, I did a workout, like with my abs, I ate a vegetable, you know, like why have I not lost five kilos? They, this, they put all of these expectations on themselves of how things should be. And if they're not seeing or feeling progress or results straight away, they're like, ah, just, you know, it doesn't work. And this is where we've got to go from fear to faith. You've got to have faith in the process and trust that when you do these habits, when you work on yourself, when you work on your gut health, when you look at what's going on and, and what's bringing the stress into your life, where is your energy going? When you actually look at that and see where your time and money and energy is going, because often people, you know, it's not that you don't have time, you don't have money, you don't have energy, it's going somewhere. It's still going somewhere. Your, your money's coming in and it's still going somewhere. It might just be Uber Eats or KFC or something that McDonald's that you really don't, don't value or care about, but you need that quick fix in the moment. Your time is still going somewhere. It doesn't, like, it's not that you don't have time. That's a huge lie we, uh, we believe in society. We tell ourselves, I have no time, I have no time. If you honestly believe you have no time, 
Look at where your time is currently going now. Look at what happens when you walk in that door. What do you do? Do you grab your phone? Do you look at the, the TV? Do you like, you know, what, what do you do with these pockets of time throughout your day? Because if you feel like there's never enough and you're not happy with what you're getting back as a return on investment with your time, your, your time is not going into the places that are going to give you that investment back and help you to be able to build your wealth and your your health and well-being and vitality. And that's a really big thing that I found last year. I in 2022 I had a I had a newborn baby and I was working with a coach and I I she helped me find my purpose in life. And now every day I wake up, like no matter what's happening with, with my daughter, I wake up every single day and I'm passionate and I have a purpose. And I don't, I don't care, you know, like if the weather's a bit uh, or what's going on with other people, I'm still passionate. I'm still happy. And I still have that because I looked at where my time and energy and money were all going and had a really good hard look at it and was like, is this really the best investment of me in these areas? You know, arguing with strangers online replying like arguing in, in messenger arguing with your mother-in-law telling people they're wrong looking through social media and looking at people's bodies and telling them that they're, they're stupid and dumb and ugly and fat and fight me fight me fight me like if your energy is going on those things of course you're going to feel like you have no energy you're going to feel like you have no time because it's still going somewhere but the somewhere where it's going isn't giving you anything back that really fills you up and makes you feel joy and passion and happiness in life. It's making you feel drained and depleted and defeated, which means that it's going to seem like you have no time and you have no energy and there's never enough. And I need more than 24 hours in the day. It's not that you need more time. It's looking at where the current time is going, where the current effort and where your energy is currently going and thinking about, is this a good investment of my time right now? Because we so mindlessly do things and we're in survival mode and we don't have enough money because we're waiting for the next paycheck to come through because we just blew all our money on you know online shopping or we brought uber eats four nights in a row because we're so tired and then we have no money and we wonder why we're not fulfilled is because we're not actually stopping and getting out of survival mode and having a look at if, if i can survive how can i thrive like if i can survive and i, I can pay my bills I can pay my rent, I can pay my mortgage, I can buy shoes for my kids, I can give them food, I can send them, if I can do those things, I can survive, well then why can't I thrive as well? Why can't I use that same thinking that I have to make sure my kids are okay, to also make sure I'm okay? Because when I do that and when I'm okay, my kids are going to get a way better mum. They're going to get an energized mum and she's fun and she's happy and she doesn't take all of her stuff out on the kids. She doesn't project all of her stress to them and she doesn't, you know, she's not an angry, annoying, zombie, grumpy mum. Like she's so much more energized and fulfilled and your kids get a way better version of you, but it needs to start with you. You need to be able to fill your own cup up and fill yourself with energy, time, and, and money, and whatever else it is, you need to be able to fill that up yourself without the guilt, without the shame, without the self-judgment, and the criticism. You need to be able to fill yourself up so that you can then flow out into other areas in life. Like, have you ever been around someone who is, they, they could be a mum or not be a mum, doesn't, doesn't really matter, but they're just so energized and when you're around them you're like I'm just I'm just motivated for life like you just feel when you're around them you're like wow I, I feel passionate like you just feel really inspired just by who they are being they're radiating this beautiful glow and energy and you're like wow sometimes it can be triggering because it can be like well I don't have that and it can sometimes bring something up and make you feel like you're not enough, but that's something to, to work through if that does happen with people who are like that. But it's a really good opportunity to be like, wow, look at that person who's glowing with energy. They're not telling themselves they have no time. They're not telling themselves they, they're, they're broke. They don't have any money. They, you know, life's, life's, life sucks. They're not telling themselves that. So because they're filling their own cup up, they have this radiating glow of energy 
which then affects everyone around them. And do you think that people are going to want to waste their time or energy on, on you know, you're not going to want to fight that person or have conflict with them, or you're not going to want to, you know, attack them because you know that they're just like, they're so strong in their boundaries and they're so strong and set in the energy. They're like, this is who I am. Like if anything, anything comes in that, you know, is going to affect me or bring me down, I'm just like, no, which means that that now leaves the other people who are who I used to be very um, open to 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 anger and rage and all of that sort of thing. That the old version of me, we were the ones who were like, you know, we're up for a fight, we're up for a battle. I'll prove to you that I'm right. I'll prove to you that you know I'm I'm better than you, or like, or I'm this. And then you can completely, which is what I did, completely change your life and become somebody who can be full of energy and be full of life. And then it's going to just completely radiate to every other area in life as well. And the people that you surround yourself with are going to change, but it's got to start with you. So that's that's my advice for any any busy mums or people who are really just have a busy life and they're working a lot of hours and they feel like they can't stop. It's a belief that you tell yourself, I can't stop. Life's always too busy. If you keep telling yourself that, you're never going to actually be able to find time like you do for your kids so they can survive. You're never going to be able to find time for those things if you keep telling yourself a story that there is is never enough and then your health is going to suffer. And it's like, what do you what do you need to get? Like, do you do you need to be diagnosed with a disease for you to then finally realize and slow down? Do you need to, you know, have a huge amount of debt or become broke or lose something or lose like what does it need to take for you to actually realize that right now in this moment, you can you can deal with the stress that's going on in your life. It doesn't need to be a disease in the future. It doesn't need to be diagnosed with 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 cancer or diabetes or you know gut issues or Crohn's disease or autoimmune disease. It doesn't need to be that in the future. You can do something about it now instead of waiting and having that happen. And then you have to make time for illness. You have to make time for illness. You can't just say, no, I don't have time to have that illness. Like I don't have time. Like you've got to, because that's what's happened because you keep telling yourself you don't have time now. Well, you're going to have to be forced to make time for illness and sickness and disease later on if that's what you're telling yourself now. So in this present moment right now, what can you do right now? Not in, not in the past, what's been, not in the future. What can I do three months from now? What can you do right now in order to, to move you forward so you can have the health and have the life that you're really truly truly after and truly desiring I think that is great words of wisdom I think it all goes back to realizing we have the power and control over our own lives we get to set our priorities we get control over our thoughts and we get control over our bodies we just have to actually sit down and make it a priority we all have the same 24 hours and every day and you know most of us are working we're moms we're doing all of those things and yet we are still prioritizing our health uh our fitness our you know all of those different things so you get to choose your life and you have to actually make that choice and prioritize yourself so I love that so much. Thank you so much for coming on. This was so helpful and informative. Um, I really appreciate it. Do you want to tell us where we can find you, um, what programs you have going on, all of those things? Yeah, sure. Um, thank you for having me, by the way. I've, I've really enjoyed it. So you can find me on Instagram. It's Anna underscore gut health coach. That's um, Instagram is, is what I mainly use, but also on Facebook as well um, you'll be able to find me if you go through Instagram um, my links are all there in my bio and Instagram there but I have a a program that's called renewing the mind and body program um, it's a women's group program but I can also work one-on-one with with men as well um, and what I do is to help you heal your your gut using the power of food and also your mind as well and to create a an emotionally healthy relationship with food so that you can um, 
you know get rid of your symptoms and and to heal your gut so that's the that's a four-month program that I'm um, running at the moment and it just it gets the most incredible results that like that's that's the program there that you really want to to go on if you're wanting to get the best results like I have offered some people like a 90 minute call just a one-on-one call um which they can get like a lot of um goodness from that but it's the four-month program that um, my clients are really doing amazing and healing from like they're my women are releasing weight without even thinking about it or trying we don't even discuss weight in this program we don't even you know talk about weight loss we don't even talk about it and it's when the the guilt and the shame is is released from these women's their lives um their body starts releasing things that it no longer needs and for some of them it's weight um some of them it's fear some of them it's self-judgment and criticism and that is the the program there that is um it's amazing how they they come in and they're like okay yep just help me with a bit of food and then they're like wow I did not expect that like they did not expect to you know have the results that they got and um didn't realize that things like allergies and asthma and eczema can do to can be with the gut health can be um to do towards with gut um they can have a connection and it's just when you release the fear and stress and anxiety you have over your life your body can start to heal no matter what it is that it has it can start to release whatever it no longer needs so that's why I I don't put any expectations on this is what's going to happen you're going to heal this you're not going to heal that like we don't know I'm like let's just go through and let's see what happens let's see what the body actually wants to release and let go of and we end up having some pretty uh, incredible surprises along the way of what the body ends up releasing and letting go of when we do work on these um, components of gut health so yeah Instagram is my main platform and yeah, you can find me there, Anna underscore gut health coach. Um, I'd love to connect with you. You can send me a message. And yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. If you love this episode, please let us know by submitting a review or sharing with the women in your life. We'll see you next time.